discontinued discontinued gravy gravy give me your discontinued, discontinued gravy. gravy goals to simplify life and make it fun because we've been there i mean we are in in our mid-20s that's what we are <laughs> so we've seen it all <laughs> this is discontinued gravy Woo! we're back we're back and just prior to this krista put a song stuck in my head so that may come out at some point in this podcast i'm not sure yeah i thought it was gonna come out in that intro there with that little slip up <laughs> uh, it was in my head that's for sure yeah you thought you thought i was just gonna let that slip up pass hey yeah no no i didn't think so at all <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew i was gonna burn you of course that's what we do on this podcast Mm-hmm. Got one a little us, sass out. If one of us fudges up, you know the other person's going to come after them. Mm-hmm. We're just going to bring up the sass whenever we can. Bring up the sass. It's the sassy train. Anyway, Krista, how are you? <laughs> sassy train. <laughs> no, it's gravy train. Gravy train with a side of sass. Side of sass. Ugh. Nick, I'm doing well. I'm going to be honest with you, and you're not going to be able to relate to this whatsoever. Okay. I lost my mascara, and I don't know who I am anymore. Okay, see, so expand on that. What do you mean you don't know who you are anymore? Okay, so to give more context to the situation, I had fake eyelashes for, like, two years. Your eyelashes did seem a little too... Yeah, so I had fake know. eye Like, I had extensions <laughs> for, like, two years, and then, like, okay. a full year before that before the covid break that happened okay so i have blonde eyelashes they're they're long they're fine but they're blonde you can't you can't see them you can have blonde eyelashes i have blonde eyelashes that's so weird <laughs> i just assumed everybody had like blacker black eyebrows yeah. or eye eyelashes nope um and for some reason boys are just blessed to have dark eyelashes and weird. long ones typically weird this, this shit i don't so, look at so weird so i i got i got a tiny tube of mascara like the the travel size okay and i'm getting back into the work routine because i had that time off in the winter break so i've been right. just dropping my little travel size mascara in my purse so i can do it on my way to work like at a red light or just in the parquet just quickly whoop, whoop, so i can feel like me it's gone. I have no idea where where it is. Yeah. And I feel like a monster now. <laughs> and I know that sounds very dramatic, but a look is not put together without the mascara. But, like, okay, so you know me. And you know what my first signs on a girl are. And I don't know who you have to be to, like, be walking around looking at somebody and being like, What's wrong with their eyelashes? You know what I mean? Like, how do you even see that? Exactly. You don't see it. Their eyes are so small and tiny. <laughs> look, look. I get the whole, like, you know, when you lose your eyebrows. That's, that is a little jarring. I'll admit. That can be very jarring. But I feel like I wouldn't notice your eyelashes not there. I feel like if you're looking at someone's eyes, though, you'll notice. Like, some people are eye people. I'm not. I'm an eyes person. I, I know someone's eye color straight away. I yeah. I see. I'm not. So I guess that's that's a totally normal thing. But it's what, like I'm what color to look... eyes do I have, Nick? Huh? I for some <laughs> reason I want to say green. Oh my gosh, they are green. Oh, swish. <laughs> let's go, Nick. Let's go. 
Honestly, okay. I had no idea, but for some reason, I wanted to skate. You probably told me before. That's why I had that. Oh, hundred percent, I probably told you. But I was like, I mean, I wanted to say blue, but that's just so basic. You need to go out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, you know that I'm just weird enough that I'm gonna have the more unique eye color. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we probably would have bonded over having blue eyes. Oh, of course. Go on. God, those baby blues. They are adorable. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's just me being dramatic <laughs> because yeah. I really don't want to have to go buy a new mascara because I just, I, it's too much work to find a good one. I, I, Sephora, Sephora native. What is it? The basic one? I don't fucking Native. I don't know that brand. Like there's a Sephora. There's a Sephora that's Sephora brand. And is oh, it, yeah, there's a Sephora, Sephora brand, yeah. Yeah, but it's, there's like okay, a Okay, you know what? Good job, it. Nick. Good, good job. You named a brand at Sephora. It was Sephora's brand. <laughs> you know what you should try? Selena Gomez's, what is it, Rare? Rare, rare something? Oh, yeah, her blush is like blowing up. I'm not even sure if you know that, but like everyone's raving about it. Couldn't tell you, but Selena Gomez is in on it. You know it's good. You know it's good. She you know has only good. the best intentions behind her products. She really does. Yeah, I could go into the details, but I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't have the products to necessarily display them. I did have the foundation for a bit, but that's about it. I guess we'll just have to get Selena Gomez on the podcast to explain Ooh. all about it. Yeah, that's our next special guest. <laughs> I would die, Krista. I would freaking die. Nick, I would die. I wanted to be her. I recreated a photo of her for my grad. Wow, that, okay. So we have two Selena Gomez stands here. That Oh, my goodness. So we kind of need to make this happen. <laughs> kind of. Okay, petition starting now. Everybody tell Selena Gomez to come on the podcast. Yeah, and we'll just try not to I would prof I will profess my love to her <laughs> if you guys get this happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Nick, how, how are we doing besides wanting to profess your love? Selena Gomez. God, if she doesn't know that already. Um, oh, I'm fine. Nothing really new. Got my booster today. Got my little Shoppers Drug Mart Band-Aid. Ooh, you got, we just went to Shoppers? Yeah, no, I got my text this morning, and I, you know, that's a great way to wake up. By the way, receiving your COVID vaccination is ready text is a great way to wake up. I highly recommend it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I originally checked, you know, the ICBC one, that, well, the one in North Van, you know, that I got my first one, that you know, the main one when you couldn't go anywhere else. Um, their first date was like uh, the twenty sixth, and I was like, okay, whatever, but. You know, I saw a whole bunch of, like, shoppers, and there's one, like, really close to my house. And I was like, okay. So I clicked that one. They had appointments today. <laughs> I was like, sweet. So after work, just drove on in, got jabbed. Took liter literally, like, th this took, like, five seconds. I spent more time waiting for the pharmacist person to come and do it than the vaccine. Like, it was, you know, I, you know, I think a lot of people need, like, you know, the, you know, are you okay? They need all the facts about it. They need to know which one you're doing. I'm the guy that's like vaccine give it stick done like e even like because the guy was like oh we only have moderna i'm like i don't care Just get me <gasps> oh vaccinated. nick you did the switch well 
to be fair, I didn't have a choice. Yes, yes, exactly. But I didn't really care. I was like, I was just like, he's literally just like, we don't have material. Is that okay? I'm like, just get me vaccinated. He's like, I like that thing. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just anyway. So the lady comes up and she's like, yeah, any problems? I'm like, nope. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go three for three, and not getting you know any problems like that. So we're so far so good. But yeah, she just is like, okay. She's like, okay, you're you're you ready? Relax, arm, jab, done, out. Bye. I was like, yeah, you, wait five minutes. Bye. <laughs> no, I didn't even have to wait this one. You didn't even have to wait. I guess no. maybe because you're in a pharmacy and it's just, it's less of a dose too, right? Because it, it was half. It was half the. Yeah, for Moderna, dose. it's just half the syringe. Yeah. So uh, we got half the dose. I got half the dose, and she's like, "You're good to go." I'm like, "Adios, amigo." <laughs> so I I am boosted today. Um, ah, I, I thought there it- was a little boost in your step. There's always a boost in my stuff when I get vaccinated. And I have to say, I made a correlation today that every time I've gotten vaccinated, it's been sunny. So this is a sign. Get vaccinated. <laughs> Maybe it'll be sunny. It will. The sun will come out for you. The sun will shine on you. I brought the sun today. You're welcome. If you're in the Vancouver area. I don't know about the rest of the world. <laughs> the Vancouver general area. <laughs> general Vancouver area was kind of sunny today. Everywhere else, I think, is cold in winter. Oh, well, <laughs> that's awesome. And I... Uh, I actually heard, not to defer anyone from doing what they're going to do, but I heard the Moderna one, you have less severe reaction to the next day. So you're not going to feel as achy. I've heard it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard good things about it. I don't, just take a vaccine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I would do it if I would get my stupid text. Come on. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't, I don't really get what's going on with that. There was a girl who was like eight years younger than me that was like getting it before me. And I was like, the audacity. Um, Right? It's like, if you're going to do it by age, do it by age. Yeah. But, but, but I ended up beating her because she may have got the text first, but I got the dose first. Mm -hmm. So. Because everything's a competition for Nick. Winning matters, (laughs) Krista. (laughs) <laughs> winning is important it's about I'm, making a stance i am a winner do you see my trophy i guess you don't but there are trophies over there there's like a whole shelf of them and they're not just participation trophies i think like two of them are because you know you get them when you're you know really young um but there are championship trophies. there's an mvp trophy up there winners win krista winners win winners win did you guys ever have like a alan blair award in your area the hell's an Alan Blair Award? Okay, so that was just like a Maple Ridge thing. Probably. Gotcha. What did it mean? Um, It was like basically someone who embodied the spirit of the game. Uh Oh, like a spirit award. Yeah, basically like a spirit award, but it's a specific person. I got that award. <laughs> yeah, I could see you getting that award. That's an ultimate thing. Spirit awards are very much an ultimate thing. <laughs> um, we, got, we got a spirit championship at one tournament. Um, The team did nice i've gotten i've gotten my fair share of one 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 time i got you usually give like a stupid gift to the spirit award when you know the other team commends somebody for being spirited oh he, nice he gave me like they gave me like barbecue tongs and i was like <laughs> oh my sister's having a barbecue today this is perfect it was ideal <laughs> and they're just laughing their asses off yeah it was an ideal kind of day god i miss ultimate i'm excited for summer <laughs> Nick misses participating in sports. I sure do. Anyway. Anyways, now that gyms are back open and those things can resume, maybe Sports World 2 for you. Well, gyms were the only thing that were closed. I went and played badminton on Tuesday before they even opened the gym, so I, Wait, I don't really... Wait, you were still allowed to do that stuff? 
You're allowed to do everything but work out. Like, okay. specifically work out on exercise machines. That was the only thing that wasn't allowed. Oh, I really should have <laughs> looked into that more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Anyway. Um, Anyways. This would be a really good segue into the sports one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick, is that what you want to talk about? Are you switching the topic Sh- on Well, me? should we? Uh, Nick is switching like, the topic on I'm me. Not, I'm fine. not. I'm suggesting. It was a really good segue into it, but we don't have to do it. If you're ready right. to talk about the other thing, I'm ready to talk about the other hey, thing. Hey, I'm ready to go either way, dude. You pick. No, you've already started. You follow through. Ugh. Okay. Now well. now this is just long and dragged out to anyone who's listening. It's way too much anticipation for what it is. <laughs> um, okay, I guess we're going to talk about sports. <laughs> And We're going to talk about sports, sports, sports. And how it's important in the life of people. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. We're mm-hmm. talking sports, but not like sports like sports. We're talking about like sports and sports. Yes, and we'll also have <laughs> Nick maybe explain sports on a simpler level sometimes. Because Nick understands sports at a very high level. Sports, sports, sports. Sports, sports, sports. He's the sports guy. <laughs> I am the sports guy. You're pretty sporty yourself, Krista. Yeah, but I have a lot of blonde moments when I'm speaking about sports just because I get them confused. So do a lot of people. And mm-hmm. It's not a blonde thing. It's not even a woman or guy thing. A lot of people just no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But fun fact, Nick and I both actually like did sports reporting at SFU. Yes, yeah, for, uh, weirdly enough, in two different realms, but both for SFU. Uh, well, around the same time, too. Around, I believe we I crossed over did. for two years and did not bump into each other once. We wouldn't have known. You were up at the CJSF on, uh, on campus. I was at Bill Copeland Arena calling hockey games. But you worked directly with the two people that I worked with. <laughs> right? That's, that's the funny part. Yeah, you, yeah. You I'm sure they with... mentioned you, and I just like, yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah, but we 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 worked at Bell afterward. Yeah, I remember and when I told the them world. that I got the job at Bell. They're like, "Oh my God, will you ever get to be on the radio?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they hate us. Um, uh... Anyway, um, that's not what this podcast is about. It's about like sports and growing up with sports because we both did grow up with sports. You you played soccer for many many since many, I was many, six many till years. two years ago. Um, and two years you could say was a problem. Um. I played soccer for a long ass time as well. Um, oh my 12 god, that's years like twenty years. Ugh. Yeah, I played soccer for about twelve years in a league. Um, I mean, I I played baseball, football, ultimate curling. Do you, do you remember how you got into soccer? <sighs> Not really. Um, I feel like it was one of those like um, my. You know, you, your parents just kind of put you into sports. To, to see the, what would happen? It, well, you know, right? You never know. And I, I I, have been a sports person, like, even before. Like, there's – I have a picture somewhere along the lines of, like, me as a kid, like, holding, like, a plastic hockey stick, which I still have right over there. That is just the most um, Canadian thing. You're going to have to post that <laughs> on the social. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's like uh, – so, like, I, I've been a big sports fan, like, 
my whole life. I think there was part of me that wanted to do it. I, I could ask my parents. That would have been a really good idea. Um, but yeah, so, but I think also a lot of my friends were doing it. Like, like one of my, uh, friends who I grew up with, Evan, uh, like we played soccer on the same team for 12 years. You know what I mean? Like we played soccer together. That's how we did it. Um, so yeah, I think it was just more of like, uh, my friends were doing it, uh, and I liked it enough. So, you know, I, like I, I played for 12 years. Um, I think it was pretty easy to get me involved. Like, I guess I've always been like to the activity of sports um but yeah like i like i i just think it was more of like uh your friend plays that oh really okay <laughs> your yeah. parents probably conjoined like here are the here are the two friends yeah and i mean soccer in bc is one of the cheapest sports comparatively to hockey or basketball even or baseball soccer is yeah. way cheaper well soccer really all you need is shin guards and cleats yeah and then it's uh, like registration somewhere around 250 dollars. couldn't tell you that part um but yeah it's it's a relatively cheap sport to play um not a ton of travel time and there's a lot a lot of soccer like the soccer league on the north shore like women's and the boys like the the youth soccer associations in north van are the largest in north america yeah, people, a lot of people play soccer. <laughs> and that and that's not that's not to say like nobody plays soccer anywhere else. Burnaby, Vancouver, no nope. Willem, Maple Ridge. Like but you we travel for soccer. Uh we don't have as extreme weather as like let's say somewhere in Calgary or something like oh, that. Oh no, a hundred percent. Like we, we can we our soccer season is from like September to like March. Mm-hmm. And, and because, no indoor. No, unless you're like a child. But um yeah, like you we we play through it. Like I only remember like Maybe one or two years where a few January games were canceled because of snow. Mm-hmm. But you know, other than that, like it's a pretty it's a pretty accessible sport for us, and it's a fun sport. It's active. You you know you get to play a bunch of positions. It's um, and you get to play in a team, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. Yeah, because you get to learn teamwork. <laughs> um, no, but um, I mean, like you know, people talk about. You know, not working, being able to work in a team or being able to work with others and more more specifically talking about like school assignments and, you know, stuff like that, which I get that's 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 different. But like especially doing team sports from such a young age, I think helped in the fact of, you know, being OK with being around people, um, being around groups of people, being able to lead groups of people, being able to be led in, you know, like understanding where the for lack of a better word, power is. Um, yeah, you, know, you learn you learn respect. Like, you, yeah. you have to learn to respect your coaches and their decisions, even when they don't always line up with your parents. That's a yeah. hard lesson for a child to learn. Yeah, right? It's it, You don't know it, but you're, you're learning that on an instant. Like, you know, you have to pick that up pretty quickly. Um, you know, obviously, the first few years were just, like, just running circles nobody knows what's going on but you know as you got older you know you had to learn um you know and you had to be good with your teammates you know like to you know like to get playing time to get the ball uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to be on good terms with these people um and it also kind of gets you to respect uh you know your opponents you know like somebody that does not share your same views they want to win the game you shouldn't win the game they should and you're able to respect and learn losing 
Mm-hmm. And at the end of the game, you got you wipe your hands off and you say, "Good game." Good game. You shake their hands. Um, but I, I think I think those are kind of the two main things that I think sports at a young age are important by our teamwork and learning how to lose. And I think that both of those things are all of life. Mm-hmm. They come back. It's not like algebra that never comes back. These are two <laughs> things that live with you. Nick, I just found it so interesting when you said like school assignments because I hundred percent can I I know exactly who the type of people you're talking about, and it came out more in like post secondary. I think yeah, is the, those yeah. people who really couldn't let go. Yeah, because. They, they, they just don't have that ability. They don't have the ability to trust really anyone else that they're going to follow through on what they say they're going to do. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, the one person who does all the work on the group project yeah. and didn't have to do it because their partner sucked, but maybe, like, it was also them not trusting their their teammates, right? You, yeah. you all want the same thing in the end. You want to pass the course, I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's funny because they come out in almost like a perfectionist form, but I know lots of perfectionists who play sports. So that doesn't necessarily correlate, but I just feel like it's more specifically. Yeah. (laughs) But I just remember, you know, like high school trying out to be on the teams type of thing. And then the people who like showed up and they were just so mad that they didn't, they didn't, make the team yeah and like the coach was just like not everyone would have had enough playing time like you would have shown up to a game you wouldn't have gone to play do you want that Mm -hmm. right and then they just would like stomp their feet and they're like i don't get it blah blah blah. and it's like yes i understand it's not fair that someone who makes a school team versus like a league team it's a different setup different completely unless you're in the states i feel like the states it's just as big of a deal to be on like a high school team varsity yeah but it's still different it's still different Uh, but it's just figuring out for those people and i'm just very grateful my parents put me in sports at such a young age and like nick when you were speaking about like your first instincts with sports mine specifically was skating right like figure skating and my mom put me and my sister on the ice before we could even walk just in in little (laughs) snowsuits let us lay there get comfortable Yep. We did figure skating, and then we did figure skating and soccer at the same time. Got to the point where you, your child has to pick a sport because it gets too damn expensive, and they yeah. parents can't be driving everyone around all the time. Yeah. And I was completely happy to do both. I kind of like skating a bit more because you got to wear pretty dresses. <laughs> but Michaela was like, I don't like the tights. They're itchy. Let's do soccer. <laughs> and and that's it. We did soccer for like 16 years. <laughs> yeah, look at that. How does that happen, right? Right? And it's wild. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's, it's crazy how that happens. But, you know, you kind of have me thinking like it wasn't just losing and teamwork. Like you mentioned some like trust, um, which goes not even like school life, like all the time. Um uh, I, I think I, sports is a way to learn trust, especially from a young age, you know, like no matter what sport you're playing, you could be playing soccer, you know, it's like essentially when you pass the ball to somebody, you're trusting them to do something good with it. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of just you know? putting it out there. Hoping you for know, the you're best. just here's the ball. Can you do something with it? You know what I mean? Like football, you're putting all your faith in, you know, a quarterback. Can he make this throw? 
can the running back make this play? Mm-hmm. Will know? they catch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, baseball, you're putting all this faith in your pitcher, and then the pitcher, in turn, is putting all this faith in your fielders. You know what I mean? Like, trust is so often found in sports, not necessarily in the way that you might be used to, but you get to learn it. You get to learn how to trust people. Like, I'm a pretty trusting person, and I think you are too. And I think that's an ability that some people have. They're just a very trusting person. Some people might can... call it naive, but I, they... I like where you're going with this, Nick. I think they I really co- like what you're saying better. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could, but it's it's kind of already in your bones because you've been dealing with it. Like, it's in a small way, it's trust feeding that ball to somebody and being like you need to score this goal we're down one we have two minutes left here (laughs) is the ball we need you to score i'm putting all this trust in you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's just it's and in turn you can you in sports you can absolutely not trust somebody oh 100 percent ball hogs there well there's a ball hog there's a ball hog and then there's not trusting somebody there's definitely been times in every sport i've ever played Except maybe baseball because you're just kind of forced to throwing to places. Um, you know, like in Ultimate, in soccer, you know, like I will not pass to this person in the certain moment. For most of the game, I'm going to, you know, pass to anybody in Ultimate. But if I know we need to play and we need a catch right now, whether it's for points or not, I'm probably going to look off the person and go to this person that I know is going to at least more at more chance of them making a catch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's just a little distrust. Like you're you're kind of learning like how to pick and choose, you know, without, you know, I guess hurting the feelings, but sometimes, you know, like you got to make that decision and you got to go with the one you trust more. Yeah, and then that person accepting that responsibility, right? Cuz sometimes you're not yeah. ready for that pass <laughs> or that yeah. throw or what whatever was happening there, right? Like yeah. sometimes you don't actually think that you're going to have to make that play and you're like, "Okay." <laughs> Yeah, you never know, right? You could be put on the spotlight and you got to, you know, God, that's another thing, you know, kind of putting, you know, under pressure. Yeah. And Nick, I just wish you watched Ted Lasso like so much (laughs) right now for us to have this conversation because he does such a great job of explaining trust on a team. (laughs) Right. I'm sure he does. Right. And for those of you that don't know what Ted Lasso is, it's a TV show. Um, I actually don't remember who stars in it, what his name is. Uh, I'm fuck. But God, I'm blanking. I know exactly who it is, but um, yeah, it's like a soccer show. I've never seen it, but it's a soccer show where this American coach goes to England to coach a team and he does it a completely different way, but it inspires the team. Yeah, ex- exactly. And it was a small skit. That was yeah. done once, and then now they've made a whole TV series after. Oh, his name is yeah. uh, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. yeah. So uh, awesome! Just a lighthearted, great guy who's embodies light in the show. Yeah. And yeah, it's also really hard for like this traditional football league to get on board. He's never even coached like that type of soccer before he was a football like american football coach yeah yeah (laughs) like those two things don't correlate yeah it's weird it's weird but i got i got a question for you like i don't know how like high level soccer i think you were playing pretty high level soccer through your years um you know like what happened if you like 
lost, you know, prior to the championship, like in the playoffs or in the championship, like how did that prepare you for losing in life? You know, whether that's a failing grade or I'm not, not that you ever failed anything, but actually you know, I did like, fail something. Oh. But, you know, we'll talk about that at a different time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but, but I mean like, how did, 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 did you feel like soccer or sports prepared you for that at all? Yeah. It did teach me that you don't have control over everything. Right. Cause in your life, when you're a young adult, you want a sense of control. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't know what's going to happen. So you want a sense of control so badly. And then when you're in a situation in a sport where everyone on your team did basically everything right, but the other team just did it better. Yeah. It's, that's, a, that's a tough loss, you know? Yeah. And you know what you do? You come together as a team. You said, we said, good job. We went and yeah. got food after <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and we planned our wrap-up party, you know? Like, there's yeah. always something else to look forward to, right? And then there was the strategizing of what we will do next year, yeah. right? How What will we do better? You know, it wasn't just, we, we brush it off, never talk about it. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we got to talk about why that happened. But yeah. you, you got to have those tough conversations. A lot of people don't like reliving the things you did wrong. You do not, people do not like being called out for things they did wrong. Because yeah. it hurts. Yeah. Right? It's hard to hear that you did something that affected someone else. Right? Yeah. It makes you feel bad. Oh, so I, I, to have I that know conversation and for people to be able to just be like, that's all right. Just next time, make this sure, make sure this happens. It does yeah. teach you a bit that, hey, when you have those tough conversations with a future employer or, your, or even your parents about something, yeah. it's not the yeah, end huh? of the world. No. It's not. Yeah. No, like, like I, I can, I can tell you moments in my sports career that I was the focal point on why we lost, and you know, here I am today, no worse for wear. Like, sure, I think about the memory. I'm like, that kind of sucks. But <laughs> Nick wakes up at two a.m. shudders. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I mean, like, like here, for like, for example, so like, I was playing baseball like one summer. Like, I, I like this team was really freaking good like we are still the best team to come out of that baseball league like the furthest to go in anything because this was like the all-stars you know after the season Mm -hmm. um like we won our district which we had apparently hadn't won in like 50 years um which took us to provincials when that in turn would go to the nationals which like the last like 15 out of 16 little league world series runs for canada have been from bc specifically the Vancouver area (laughs) so you know like odds are pretty good we would go all the way at least to nationals and then potentially little league world series um but we're playing this team who was like the juggernaut like this team was like the they're the kind of people that play baseball all year round um (laughs) and we had beat them prior to the tournament anyway um it was down to like final out you know I'm up to bat I was never a great hitter to begin with um, but you know, like I can remember like me just like swinging and I like, you lose yourself emotionally. You're like 10, you know, you're 10 or 11. And like, I remember like how, like I can picture like halfway through the at bat, you know, like I'm losing it. Like mentally, I'm not here right now. I can't hit this ball. Oh no. Um, <laughs> you know, so strike out, they go down swinging and that ends everything, you know, like provincials are done. You know, like we've, everything we've worked for is just done right there. Um, uh, you know, I remember at the time, like obviously it broke my heart, like. 
Did you cry? (laughs) Did did 10-year-old cry? Of course. I'm pretty sure I was crying at the (laughs) (laughs) at-bat. As soon as you got there, don't make me do it. Um, You know, you know, so like, uh, you know, like I've, I've been through it. It's tough. But, you know, like I think back to that moment and I think about like, like I said, like I wasn't there mentally. Like I, you know, I'm pretty sure I broke down in the middle of the at-bat. Like I wasn't able to focus. Um, but it's something I can look back on and be like, you know, I, I can get through this. Like, I know what it's like to, you know, what happens when you lose focus, you lose everything. Yeah. Um, and you know what it's so, like to get up to the bat and miss. Yeah. So, you know, like, it, absolutely. Like I've, I've looked back at that moment in, in spots where I'm like, ah, shit, you know, I don't know if I can do this kind of thing. And I've looked back and be like, try and don't lose focus here. Just try it see what happens and you know it's worked out and not saying like huge giant deals that are issues but you know like stuff at work like little things like that you know it's just you know i'm able to look back and you know draw from that inspiration and that all came because i played sports (laughs) see sports and kids are awesome well i just think there's so much you can learn from it yeah and i mean like um, my partner spencer he he used to coach um like 10 year old u10 soccer boys Uh, and like whatever the highest level is at that age it's not very high right it's not the same caliber but they're they're actually playing like real games type of thing yeah and i remember a lot some of the parents just not agreeing with the style of coaching and it was like of course it came down to are these skills going to carry these kids through throughout their life right are they going to be able to take these skills with them and they did yeah Right? Like, he, he's seen the kids now. Like, it's been, like, probably five years because COVID yeah. and other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and going on to new teams and other stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, those kids turned out pretty great. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you can absolutely learn something about yourself, too. And you mentioned the coaching styles. Um, you know, you can learn about how the best way to, you know, communicate with you, you know. I'm a guy that takes feedback really easily. Like, yeah, sure. Like internally, I might hate it for a bit, um, but I'm not going to like lash out at somebody for giving me feedback. Give me the feedback. I'll work on it. If I don't think it needs to be worked on, which is very rare. When people are giving you feedback, you should probably work on it. Um, but, you know, there's sometimes where you're just like, no, you're just dumb. But anyway, <laughs> um, you're, you're, you know, like, you're just dumb. Nick, that's not the right response. <laughs> I would never say that to somebody. It's just in my head. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, you're like, okay, sure, I'll do that. And then you don't. Um, That's why I do every time I get home after. I know, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after any conversation with anyone, they're done. Any word that's done. No, um, but, you know, it was like, um, you know, like, I don't take coaching, you know, when you're constantly, like, on me. Like, I, I can remember certain scenarios and like, you know, like, oh, Nick, get there. You know, Nick, move there. Nick, move there. Like, you know. I get severely pissed um, when I'm doing it. And to the point where there have been a couple times where I've just stopped and I let the person walk by me and I looked at the coach. I'm like, shut the hell up, mm-hmm. you know, or whoever it was. Like, even if we didn't have a coach, it was just teammates. I'm just, I just look, I'm like, shut the fuck up and let me do my fucking job. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I, that's not the kind of coaching I take. You know what I mean? Like it's, if you tried to do that to me, I'm not going to listen. You know, it's one of those things like when you tell me what to do, I, then I don't want to do it. Yeah, you got you, you got to give them the right tools. You know, like you got to understand the person and take it and thrive. And that's helped me in 
life in the sense of, you know, like I've been a supervisor places. I've, you know, had to lead people before I've, I've coached before, you know what I mean? Like you have to understand each individual person and understand how they're going to attract and whether that's in a job or even just like in a relationship or if a friend's having a problem, you know, you're able to go at them at the right pace. Cause you know, some people just, they want that. They're like, no, you're fucking wrong. You need to do this. You know, like they want that, you know, like real imprint on them to really tell them what needs to be done. But some people are a little more delicate. You'd be like, Hey, you know, I totally get it. I totally understand. We're going to get through this. Right. You know, like taking it slow and you know, there's different ways to do it. Like I always remember like, um, with the coaches, uh, like in the NHL, like with the Canucks, like there was one player that, you know, wanted to be yelled at. You know what I mean? Like he did better when he got yelled at. <laughs> and then there was the other player that, you know, you don't say a thing to him, you know, like you walk over after the game or whatever and talk very nicely, you know, like, hey, just thought you could do this better, you know, and he would in turn do it better. You know what I mean? But the second, you know, you start grabbing the jersey and start, you know, like, what the hell are you doing out there? He wouldn't listen. Um and I think I think that's something that you you learn as a. I mean, I found I learned it as I got older, but I was able to draw from the experiences of being a coach, like like being coached. You know, I was able to understand and able to tell people, you know, like, oh, like, how do you learn? How do you do this? How do you do that? You know, like, well, I'm you know I'm a on hand learner. Um, well, you know. Nick, I think you're also missing that. Like in sports, you also learn leadership. Like you you yeah. are a goalie, right? Like that's a yeah. very important position where you have to display leadership right yeah yeah no i i agree like absolutely in sports you, you know leadership is vital um you know it's like there are lots of players that you know they're not there they you know they're not the stars of the team they just kind of need help with what they're doing or they just need a boost you know what i mean like mm -hmm. and i think it's also like important noting noticing what your leadership style is because yeah. again like you said um different people respond differently to different coaching styles yeah. but if you are perhaps like someone who comes off a bit kinder and then you're a hard ass because you think this the imprinting style is going to work on someone they yeah. might be like whoa why are they so hard on me and no one else right yeah. and that's something that like I witnessed um, a lot in like the service industry, right? Just right. The, the the one person doing the coaching, but to the extremes, right? So yeah. then it became a real problem. Yep. Right. It would. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in sports, you you get to have that conversation more, right? Because it's not as serious, right? You get to pull no. that person aside. Hey, that didn't work for me. Blah blah. It'd be better if you do yeah. this next time. Right, it's yeah. not taken as personally because it's like no. you have another chance. There's another game. No, exactly right. Like it's it's you're able to just move along from it and get better each time. It's coaching is vital, <laughs> <laughs> which um, the leadership. I I kind of like like you mentioned like the leadership because it also it can also show you what kind of leader you are and you you, you mentioned like that um you know like vital but you know sometimes you know like a lot of people think in sports and in general you know you need that rah rah guy you know like get everybody mm -hmm. going like you know what i mean mm -hmm. but sometimes the best captains on the team are the quietest you know like somebody like henrik sedin you know dude's the quietest guy on the planet and yet he captained a team to a stanley cup final you he know what was I mean? like, very grounded <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't a guy that's going to come in the locker room and be like, the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are being terrible. You know what I mean? He, he was coming and he was like, hey, be better. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I mean, like, and it's funny when you bring that stuff up because it reminds me of like this one coach I had that he was British, so he's like, "What are you doing, you muppets? You're just crazy, <laughs> right?" And we're like laughing our asses off because we're like, "Of course, 16, that's hilarious." We're sixteen-year-old girls, like yeah, we think this is funny. funny. Um, But other people like across the field were like, oh, my God, your coach is like losing it on you. We're like, nah, that's just how Mark usually is. Yeah, yeah, right. This is a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's just like it is also understanding where people are coming from, too. Yeah. And like funny story, that coach might like from when I was 16, he coached us to like for like three years or four years and we got really high up in some of the competitions we actually yeah. won something i don't remember what i would have to go find my medal yeah. <laughs> um but many years later like 22 he was at a friend's parents christmas party we ended up taking shots together in the parents bathroom like it was like a group of the wow. soccer girls and him because we so weren't funny. expecting to see him and we we're just like of shots <laughs> now it's not weird (laughs) now it's not weird we can all do it right that's funny that's funny that's funny but i just think like i don't know people who didn't play sports when they were younger like i don't know like it says something about a person (gasps) but is it just big like if you don't play sports when you're younger is it a that you're not athletic because there's so many other sports you could do you don't have to be the most athletic person to be no. able to do a lot of sports. No. Of course right? not. Right? Or is it just that your parents were sporty people? Yeah, I think it's... Or do, was it, like, the parents not being able to leave you when you were, like, five or six, you know? Like, th- that's yeah. really hard for parents to do. Yeah. I, th- I think people who didn't play sports... I think a lot of them actually were put into sports. You know, I think generally as a parent, it's a good idea. You know, front of... This is what I've heard from parents. Yes, I was a you U5 know. soccer coach. And there, there was kids that would, like, hold on to the parents' legs. And I have to go up and be like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, Jimmy's over here, your friend. Like, let's go yeah. run and grab yeah. this ball type of thing. Yeah. And then, like, it makes the parents so much happier seeing the kid be with other kids. Yeah. But, you know, like, they, they're, they're going to make that effort. And they're going to understand. Like, if I said no, my parents would stop. You know, if I said I don't want to play soccer anymore, they would have stopped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um... So I think most of the kids that didn't play sports, um, maybe they are musicians. Were... Oh, my dad's a musician. He played some sports when he was younger. Okay, so what we're saying is you can do both. But, but I think I think what I think you're right. Like you know, it's like oh, you know, I played that when I was six, but I found different interests. You know what I mean? Like it goes it goes both ways. But I just I just think like I think when somebody plays sports. You know, like, as a kid, you know, growing up and everything, like, and you ask a lot of people, like, I think it, it, it says something about you. And I'm not saying, like, not playing sports says something bad about you. But it just means sports... Nick doesn't trust you. <laughs> I just, no, I just mean, like, you know, like, they're going to be, like, look, if somebody played team sports growing up, guess what? I think they're going to be a way better teamwork than somebody who didn't. Mm-hmm. When Nick's interviewing you, know I mean? you for a job in the future, make sure you say you played sports. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just <laughs> like, but am I wrong? Um, I to don't think that. Nope, I agree. Like, I I don't know. I just think like there are certain scenarios where sports is really important, and I think it looks really good if you've played sports for a living. I think it just again, makes I'm not it it's a bit bad. easier. And play sports for a living, 
that's your dream isn't it oh sure it would have been great well, should have stuck with baseball should have could have would have should have took up I curling stuck with this. I, I wish I, if you took up curling when you were 10 and just continued that was, that was a sport i was disappointed i didn't pick up earlier mm-hmm. like i started playing at about 16 like after the 2010 olympics um i love curling i just i i you know, like at 16, you know, I would have had to join like a curling and practice every week. I went to a few clinics and stuff like that. But, you know, like you have to maintain. I didn't have a membership, so I couldn't go all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything to do with ice is just expensive. Yeah. So I was, you know, like if I started. Yeah, you're right. If I started when I was 10, you know, 9, 10, you know, maybe it's me on Team Gushu going to the 2022 Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, you know, who who knows? But um God, I, I, I love curling. I really do. <laughs> Nick loves curling and he loves sports. I love sports. Sports is great. Mm-hmm. And you should, I just. And honestly, it's never too late to join a sport. No. Like if, if you're in your mid twenties right now and you kind of don't know what to do. And I know Nick and I have recommended this before in a way to make friends, but mm. honestly drop in badminton or soccer yeah. or yeah. basketball like yeah. anything, low commitment, just do it. See, see how it goes. Just because anyone, it didn't wasn't fun in your gym class doesn't mean you're not gonna like it. it that was gym class. <laughs> if if you like volleyball and want to play more volleyball, let me know because you will absolutely get to play. <laughs> um, but no, I think you're 100 percent right. Like, um, you know, like I started that uh, you know a little beach volleyball thing at the depot last year. Um, you know, with, with my friends and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, were like, oh, I played this a long time ago. I even had a couple people like, I hated that shit in high school, but I want to hang out and have fun. You know, those people now, they love it. They're like, when are we playing again? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like they, they, it's different at 20 than it is at 16 you know playing sports um because you're playing it in a group setting you know like the beach volleyball you play isn't high level you know half the people still are learning to hit the ball properly we, you know we all I mean? have work tomorrow so we're not you gonna know, hurt like, you you know so like you know it's 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 okay to you know suck at sports because that's kind of the fun part you know like i know a few people that you know they play it, they suck, and they want to get better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they want to learn to get better. And I'll happily teach anybody sports. Um, you know, but that, it, it's just, you know, as you get older, you know, we need to stay active. Like, we've talked about it. I, I, I hate going to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, going to do workouts and stuff like that, that's not my thing. My exercise is playing sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a great way to stay active without, you know, the price of a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, you know, and... today at work, I'm sorry I'm cutting you off, but no, today, today at work, um, I guess I work with people who like to run and they wake up oh. at like 5 a.m. to run. Jeez, no. Um, they invited me to do the sun run with them. And that's something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to do the sun run or the um like the breast cancer marathon that bmo does in october i've always wanted to do it but 10k just has always been i could i could run 5k no problem i mean not not right now (laughs) but 
they invited me and they're like, okay, so, so you're going to start training now. And I'm like, oh, is, is this like going to be my new thing? Am I, am I going to be a runner? <laughs> okay. Okay. Absolute proposal here. Ooh. <laughs> because at the depot, there is a sign-up sheet for the sun run. I sat there and stood at it and laughed my ass off. Because I'm like, you know, you know, the depot's not exactly the most athletic place in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, why are y'all doing that? And, you know, a lot of, you know, there's a few of my friends on the list and I'm just walk up and I'm like, why are you doing that now? Who the hell you are you? you can walk it. You can. Okay, so here's the thing. I was laughing at all these people. I'm like, they're running. Are you serious? I hate running. I'm not a runner. You know, like, I like doing it in a sports ass. I'm like a dog, you know, chasing something. That's okay. But, like, running is just running yeah. is ridiculous to me. And, you know, um, I talked to one of the assistant store managers. I'm like, hey, it's not your name on the sign-up sheet. He's like, yeah. I'm like, God, it's going to be fun to see people do that. I'm like, you done the sun run before? He's like, no. I'm like, you know, that's a pretty long run. He's like, that's why we, we're going to walk. I'm like, no. <laughs> You don't walk it's, the sun run. I mean, you can, but that's like for like people who are older or younger. Okay. And like you're anyway. literally shoulder to shoulder. It's so busy typically. Like I don't know what it's going to be this year with COVID, but yeah, still. Yeah, true. Okay, but here is my proposal. Are you signed up? Uh, we're probably going to do it. <laughs> okay, because I could sign up with Depot, and you and I can just do it. <gasps> yes. Separate we can from just our run party. In front of me, and we can do our own thing. We will podcast live. <laughs> Just separate from the parties and do our own thing. I will absolutely go there and sign up tomorrow if this is the case. <laughs> okay, I'll co- I'll confirm with them first before you sign okay, up. Okay, l- let me know. And we can bring a sign that says discontinued gravy. Oh, man, we'll get shirts. I know you get sunburn we'll get... shirts, but I want to wear a discontinued gravy shirt. Or hat. I think we both. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get discontinued gravy outfitted. Get some nice shorts with discontinued Socks. gravy. Yep. Get custom made shoes. No, okay. <laughs> we're getting too far. <laughs> well, hey, you can get some Nikes custom. Could you imagine we go to Nike and be like, "Can you make these?" Can you make these? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you can. You can colorway. You can actually adjust colors. You could probably do. Oh, hundred percent. You can. Maybe ugly shoes. <laughs> the blue and gold shoes would be sick. Yeah. No. You get the blue shoe with the gold swipe. Uh, uh, yeah, as long as it's the actual gold and not the brown. Yeah. Oh no, agreed. But um, let me know because I think that would be freaking hilarious, and I will do it. Okay. Only for that reason, not with Team Deep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, we got this. Krista, and Nick, discontinued gravy at the Sunrun, dying. Dying. <laughs> we'll we'll go to Malone's after. It's fine. Yeah, we'll go have a party. People will be like, where did Nick go? And I'm just over there with Chris. Yeah, it's fine. You imagine, like, our, our groups were, like, right next to each other. Oh, that'd be so cute. That'd be adorable. And they're not together in the alphabet, so. <laughs> What's the name of you? S-F-U. <laughs> oh, well, oh, you still fall under that number? Yeah, okay. but actually, I have no idea. We'll find out. Anyways, we're getting way... Nick and I are doing classic getting carried away. I think it's time. That one was important. <laughs> I think it's time for questions of the week. Questions of the week. You ask, we answer. No, I hate running is my answer to that question. <laughs> that uh, wasn't a question, Nick. <laughs> well, I'm answering just, it. just in case anyone had that question for us lined if up. If anyone is wondering, I hate it. 
Okay. At the, we had an interesting question come in. It was okay. Nick and Krista. Yes. <laughs> what is the best gift that you have bought someone that's under $100 or the best thing you've bought yourself under $100 and the worst thing you've bought under $100? Okay, I could honestly say the best and worst thing I ever bought somebody um, literally last, like, their birthdays... Um, <laughs> uh you know you know the moo cow ice cream up at the uh, whistler there oh yeah yeah they had a shirt that's you know they have all the shirts that have moo in it mm, like they, yes. they take everything and make it moo um there was a shirt that said among us like among us oh, like the, the, the game and this friend i play among us we saw it when we were up there like when you were we were all up there and we laughed and laughed and laughed and i said i'm gonna get that for your birthday she's like no you're not I did. <laughs> uh, did you drive back up there? No, I ordered it online. Ah. They have an online order or anything. I, if they didn't have that, I would have, though, just for the lols. But, um, yeah, that was probably the best slash worst, like, probably, like, double whammy mm-hmm. gift ever. I don't know how they felt about it. I hope they thought it was funny. But, nice. you know. Um, uh, but uh, I don't. Under $100 that I bought myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I know the best like gift that I got that was under a hundred dollars was someone just got me a flat of juice boxes. Yeah, that's pretty. It was good. like for my birthday or Valentine's Day or something. They're like, "Here's just a flat of juice boxes for you," and I'm like, "Ah!" <laughs> and they weren't like as someone that was like my pa- like it wasn't like my twin sister or my parents. Yeah, yeah, I still would have yeah. loved it if it was from them, but it was like someone yeah. knows me that well. Yeah, somebody got me like a big box of Rice Krispie squares on my birthday. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I br- I made one... sure to bring those on our live. <laughs> she she did, and uh, one uh, one Christmas, you know, like those defogging sm- sponges for your car. Ooh. I wanted one forever because my mom always had one in her car, and then we lost it, or my sister took it, or something like that. And I was like, it's so handy, and I never got it. And then one Christmas, just randomly, I opened. It. I'm like, oh my god. Hey, there you go. Okay, those are the best so gifts was, we've received pretty, under hundred. Cool. Um, yeah. worst thing that we spent money on that was over a hundred, was it? That's probably plenty of things. <laughs> yeah, honestly, there's a lot of junk in the world. I mean, I have several thousand dollars of this setup right now, and I barely use half of it. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the stuff that you're not using, man. That's not, that is not true. I'm using the thing right now. I'm using the mic right now, the speakers I yeah, use. Yeah, and we I used use. your portable stuff a few weeks ago. It's fine. Yep. It's all good in the head. Anyways, but... I don't know if I can answer that just because I don't think about the bad things. Yeah, I, I can't even think of really anything that would have caused that issue. Yeah, but good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Ah. Okay. Um, just because we're getting tired on time, we're gonna skip the other question and go into Boo. the recommendations of the week, Nicholas. Crystalis. Crystalis. Is that the thing that Damn. a butterfly's in? No, that's a cocoon. Oh. What's a chrysalis? Is it a cocoon? A chrysalis is what I know is a thing in Borderlands that you shoot the things and it releases diamonds, which are money. Hmm. That is that is a chrysalis. But. Huh. I thought it was a cocoon. Oh, it's a small part of a solid substance. Okay. 
That's good. Cool. We'll take that. Uh, Fun fact of the day. Okay. And I'm going to start first. I don't know okay. if I recommended this. And if I did, Nick, just tell me. Okay. Um, Making a, like a vision board, mood board. I feel like you have mentioned that. Ah, damn it. But I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go into more just detail. Go off. Just, just in go case. off. Just go um, off. Just do it. I know everyone... Like, it used to be a big deal to, like, have to print it out, <laughs> cut it out. No, just go on Canva, take some screenshots, put it all together, sit it as your laptop home screen. It's something that you look at often enough that it helps with the manifestation. And honestly, it's a lot of fun. I, like, have a little color scheme going on. Gotta do some wedding stuff, some personal things, like a new couch. <laughs> and also some fun things, like a Range Rover. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> Why not, Krista? Range Rover. Mm-hmm. Dream big, I say. When, uh, no, don't dream big. Dream to the max. Um, Su- super max. Uh, <laughs> uh, every time I think of vision boards, I think of this episode of a show called Satisfaction, which I'm still mad at that there's only one season. There's so many but, shows um, that are like that for me. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, there's this one episode about this guy who finds his vision board and then he starts, he wanted to make like a a weird ass he wanted to be a weird ass singer and he had a song called the navajo wind and wow it's really funny it's just a really funny episode wow i got nothing against vision boards i just don't think i would have i i don't know what i'd put on there broadcasting money (laughs) hey yeah and dinners with families and friends because you know the vid stops us from being able to do that with more than six people I don't really have a time where I'm hanging out with more than six people in a restaurant. So. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what is my recommendation this week? Um, I'm doing that a lot. Um, so you probably know of the movies, TV shows, potentially. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um there's a lot to Star Wars, and I was thinking about it. Disney's really, like, cranked Star Wars up a lot. Um, they they had to. They failed so badly on the last few movies that they had to okay, power look, through. Look, I have opinions on the prequel movies, you know, one, two, three. Look, put them as a standalone movie. They're not terrible. They're not great, but they're not terrible. When you compare them to the first three, you know, four, five, six, yeah, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, um, I've been watching a animated series called Star Wars The Clone Wars, so it's kind of that, it's a show that takes place after the Clone Wars movie and goes into Revenge of the Sith. Um, it's animated. It's a good story. Um, but, like I said, there's a lot of, lot. there's Star Wars Clone Wars, then I'm going to watch Star Wars Rebels. It's another animated series. There's a show called The Bad Batch. That one's funny. Po- yeah, which takes place after 3, um, which ties in a little bit with the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Um, but obviously just the movies, you know, watch them. Except Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker. Do not waste your time. Um, the movies are great. Uh, the TV shows, Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, so good. Um, yeah. Just Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and the, games, the Mandalorian and... So good. Boba Fett's cheesy, but like in a good way. It's been so good so far. What oh, are you the last about? episode was the 
probably the least exciting, but it's been very good. Like the the backstory of his relationships though. are very good. Learning about her that was really cool. I thought, but um, yeah, no, it's just it's it's a good show, and the video games, and not the new Battlefronts, like the original Battlefront one and two, great video games. Like Star Wars is a pretty great thing, and I know a lot of people haven't like necessarily seen it, and I know a lot of people have seen it, but. If you haven't, just give it a shot, man. Star Wars is good shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, make it an event, you know? It's fun when you yeah. get to, like, watch it with a buddy or, you know, like, you're curling up in bed and wa- eating with some popcorn. Like, make it an actual movie night. It's yeah. fun. Make it a movie night. Maybe you've never seen it before and watch Star Wars. You can go one, two, three, four, five, six, or you can go four, five, six, one, two, three. You can do it whatever way you want. There's so many options here. <laughs> we won't judge. Um, we won't judge your way. Anyway. That's my recommendation, Star Wars. Great. Love it. I like how broad yeah. broad it was when I thought it was going to be very specific. <laughs> no, I am I opened the door to the Star Wars world. Yeah, the world. Anyway, um, I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at it again with more Discontinued Gravy next week. Talk to you later. Peace.